Want your boss to put some real action behind the rhetoric when they talk about making your workplace more inclusive? Find out how to hold their feet to the fire and demand diversity on the Diversity Dude podcast. Hello there, and welcome back to the Diversity Dude podcast. I'm your host, Lambert Fisher, marriage and family therapist, award-winning author, and national speaker on the topic of multicultural awareness and diversity. And before we get started, uh, it'd be good to mention that uh, Minneapolis holds a special place in the entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. Uh, it's where you got to start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring to those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting up the community on Target's exciting content series, Black Beyond, now playing on YouTube.com slash Target. And regarding the Diversity Do podcast specifically, for those of you interested in even more positive and encouraging tips and strategies beyond that, which I share on podcasts like this, then feel free to check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, nationally recognized for the unique way in which it addresses the often difficult topic of multicultural awareness and diversity, also available as an audiobook for your listening convenience. And I hope that no matter what your role or position is, if you're a helping professional in any way that you consider ordering diversity and clinical practice to help you learn practical and encouraging strategies for meeting the greatest variety of cultural needs possible for those whom you serve. And similarly, whether it be through my one-on-one -on -one relationship building efforts as a therapist or my informing and empowering efforts as an author and speaker, my personal mission is to do my part to improve the world one strengthened relationship at a time. So, Today, I want to talk to you about demystifying mental health in diverse communities. As has already been mentioned, I've had the great pleasure of providing therapy to individuals, couples, and larger families for just over 20 years now. Uh, and not only that, but the clients who I've had the opportunity to serve have come from a variety of cultural backgrounds, including various races and ethnicities, genders, so sexual orientations, gender identities, uh, socioeconomic status, religions, power, political views, and more. Uh, these opportunities have not only helped me to learn more about myself in relation to others, but they've also allowed me to help others learn about themselves in relation to those around them. So why do I bring this up? Well, it's not uncommon for people to be surprised when they discover that I'm a marriage and family therapist. Uh, this is in part due to the reality that only 3% of psychology workforce in the United States is African-American and less than one third of the therapists as a whole are therapists of color. Uh, this is just one snapshot of a larger reality for the need for increased diversity in the mental health field, both in the providers serving individuals and families, as well as in the variety of people being willing to pursue mental health support. Now, there are many reasons why this is the case, too many to cover exhaustively in this brief podcast. Uh, however, I did want to address a few, especially uh, as some of them, if understood in a healthy way, could help bring about at least some change in the short term while we wait and work for longer term, longer term change uh, to occur. One of the barriers that gets in the way uh, of more diversity in the mental health field is limited access. Uh, in a variety, in a practical way, uh, more often than not, counseling costs money, and it's often a lot of money. Uh, and only those of a certain socioeconomic status can afford to pay out of pocket. Uh, and for the rest, not everyone has insurance and not everyone has insurance that does have insurance that provides sufficient coverage without there being additional out of pocket expectations on the back end that families can't practically afford. And this naturally limits the amount of people who could pursue counseling, even if they wanted to. Uh, 
Uh, add to this the fact that more people than that can afford therapy can benefit from therapy, uh, and there is an interest, uh, then an instant need for change. Uh, this is why I greatly appreciate hearing about um, faith organizations or just community nonprofit organizations uh, using donations or grant funds to bring about therapeutic services to communities who would otherwise not have access. And this naturally brings me to my second common barrier uh, to there being more diverse clients uh, pursuing therapeutic support, and that is the trust factor. Many people have a distrust of the healthcare system as a whole, let alone mental health professionals, being very cautious even to see a doctor or to even enter a hospital because they associate such with negative outcomes and hope that they can reduce their risk of these outcomes just by avoiding the location and the support. Uh, add to this common cultural cautions that have been passed down generationally about guarding personal information to reduce the likelihood of misuse or abuse of that information. This is especially relevant as many are cautious of intentional deception by healthcare professionals in general based on actual historical precedent that they wish not to experience themselves. And lastly, even for those who are willing to consider seeking support from mental health professionals, the limited options when it comes to finding therapists who share their cultural background makes many believe that despite the professional's best intentions and interests, they wouldn't be able to understand them even if they tried. Now, being completely honest, I very much understand this and can acknowledge the legitimacy of each and every one of these barriers and cautions. Bad things have happened in the past and nobody wants them to be repeated. And cultural misunderstandings can get in the way of healthy and productive support. All that being said, sometimes the need for support is so big and the impact of an increasing number of traumas and life stresses become so overwhelming and impacting in our, on our daily lives that while admittedly risky, it can become worth the risk. After all, it's just that, a risk, not a guarantee. While it's possible that something undesirable will happen, it's not, it's not only possible that something beneficial can happen, but you can also take steps to increase the likelihood of your safety and success. Just for example, in your search for a supportive mental health professional, you can look for evidence of their efforts to increase their cultural competency and intentionally support a variety of clients, not just the ones who look like them. You can also make the most of family and community supports closer to you that may be more readily available, even if incomplete, so that instead of choosing to receive no support because there isn't one person who can do it all, Essentially, having all your eggs in one basket, you can instead have multiple resources helping you meet partial needs that the total of which can help you feel more support as a whole in the long run, more so than you've experienced previously. Now, this in no way addresses every mental health barrier there is, and there are cultural specific cautions and concerns worth addressing in more depth at another time. But for now, my hope for you is that you will consider doing whatever is within your power to both provide support for those around you who have needs that you happen to be able to meet and being open to seeking and uh, supporting community supports for yourself as well as those around you and being willing to seek or recommend professional support if the need arises for professional mental health support and the efforts to manage life stresses become too much to handle. It may feel risky. But sometimes the reward proves to be worth the risk for you, your family, and everyone else you care about. 
with that, I'll say thanks again for listening in to the Diversity Do podcast. If you have any pressing diversity-related questions or concerns that you'd like me to address on an upcoming podcast, or if your organization is in need of shame-free or empowering guest speaking or training on this often difficult topic, then feel free to reach out to me directly at www.lambertsfisher.com. And if you know of anyone else who can benefit from a positive and encouraging perspective on this often difficult topic of diversity, then feel free to send them a link to this podcast so that they can be encouraged as well. And check out my award-winning book, Diversity in Clinical Practice, not just for therapists, <laughs> available in paper and audiobook formats on Amazon.com. And I look forward to addressing as many topics as possible in the future podcast to help you improve as many relationships as possible at work, at home, and in your community. And as always, remember this. You don't need to know everything about everyone in order to have a positive impact on someone. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great day. Tune in each week and find out how to demand and implement diversity at your job. To hear more, check out previous Diversity Dude shows on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. At Hy-Vee, we take pride in being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Looking for a meaningful career with great pay and great benefits? Want to be part of something bigger? Here's your chance. Union Pacific Railroad is hiring train crew members of the Twin Cities area, now offering hiring incentives up to $15,000. No previous railroad experience is needed. We provide all the essential training, and you can get a free college education while working. Get your career on the right track with Union Pacific and apply today at up.job/minnesota. That's up.job/minnesota. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride-sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods, and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes, and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town. Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. It's back to school time, and that means it's back to cooking breakfast for your kiddos and making school lunches. That's a lot of cracked eggshells and cut off sandwich crusts. Now listen, before you think about throwing those food scraps away, think about recycling them. Ramsey County has a program that can help you do just that and it won't cost you a dime. Ramsey County has a free food scraps recycling program that lets you collect stuff like apple cores, coffee grounds, and veggie scraps. 
here's how it works. Put all those scraps into a compostable bag. Then once a week, drop it off at a free food scrap site by your house. And listen, I understand that life is busy, so if you can't get there once a week, just toss the bag in the freezer until you can find the time to do it. To locate a food scrap collection site near you and to get more information about the program, visit RamseyRecycles.com slash food scraps and tell your friends and family about it. Let's all do our part to help save the planet. 48 million Americans and 640,000 Minnesotans care for older parents and loved ones with disabilities, like my three autistic kids. We are the backbone of America's care system, but Lord knows we face a lot of challenges, which is why it's so important that we know what's at stake in this upcoming election. Join me and my friends from AARP on Wednesday, October 5th at noon. We're hosting an informational workshop online about what's at stake for family caregivers this election year. Sign up to be a part of this important virtual conversation at aarp.org mn. Together, we'll work to make sure family caregivers have our voices heard. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 